Buenos dias. Welcome to another daily devotion. I am your host once again, El Padre. Thank you so much for joining us. Did you notice my fancy sweater today? Eh? Eh? What about that? Boom. I'm wearing a sweater. Partly because it's freezing cold down here. And mostly because I just went to a funeral. And I needed to look nicer than I would in a t-shirt. So, thank you so much for putting up with my strangeness. Today we're going to be in John chapter 12, verses 1 through 19. But uh, we're, we're actually going to spend probably all of our time in the second half. Uh, but I'm going to, at, at the moment, uh, just at the beginning, just because it goes well, uh, we're going to reference the beginning. So uh, we, we, on Sunday, we talked about uh, Lazarus uh, dying. Jesus, uh, what seems like, waits an inappropriate length of time uh, for, for loving someone who's in trouble. Uh, he seems to respond slowly. Uh, and yet, uh, yesterday, we, we heard about how, in the reading plan, we heard about how uh, Jesus ended up saving the day anyway. Lazarus is raised. Uh, and so at the end of it, uh, they're looking for a way that they can arrest Jesus. And um, at the beginning of chapter 12, then, uh, if you are just raised from the dead, um, and if you're getting ready for the Passover. What else should you do but throw a dinner? Eh? eh? Oh, yeah. I think all of us can agree. It's always appropriate to have a dinner. It's like, hey, you know what? Today's Monday. You know what we should do? Let's let's have a dinner. Everybody should come over. We'll uh, have a little party. Eh? Eh? We'll have some steak. Uh, not pork chops because they're Jewish. That would be against the rules. They could have a steak, maybe some leg of lamb, uh, some lamb chops. There we go. All right, so today we're going to jump in chapter 12, verses 1. Uh, six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, where Lazarus was, the one Jesus had raised from the dead. So they gave a dinner for him there. Martha was serving them, and Lazarus was one of those reclining at the table. Then Mary took a pound of perfume pure and expensive nard and anointed Jesus's feet and wiped his feet with her hair. So the house was filled with the fragrance of her perfume. Then one of the disciples, Judas Iscariot, who was about to betray him, said, why wasn't this perfume sold for 300 denarii and given to the poor? He didn't say this because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief. He was in charge of the money bag and would steal part of what was put in it. Jesus answered, Leave her alone. She has kept it for the day of my burial. For you always have the poor with you, but you do not always have me. Uh, today I want to focus primarily on the person of Jesus and Judas. The relationship that's there, the relationship between Judas and Mary. Uh, there, there's obviously they're at dinner. Uh, 
Mary decides to dump expensive perfume on Jesus and uh, wiped his feet with her hair. Um, and so with that being said, uh, the disciples are, are mad. Um, at least one of them has the nerve to say something. And he says, why wasn't this perfume sold for 300 denarii and given to the poor? A denarii, according to the notes, is worth one day's wages. So basically, 300 days wages. Uh, so you could, in today's modern frame of reference, if you made $15 an hour, that's roughly, let's, let's see, what, what would it actually be? If you make $15 an hour and you work 40 hours per week at 60 days or 300 days is missing, uh, basically four weeks. So let's, let's take this down to 48 weeks. Let's see. Uh, then the annual salary at $15 an hour is $28,800. Your monthly pay would be around $2,400 a week, and you would make about 600 bucks a week at $15 an hour. So with that being said, uh, let's see. Uh, in Oh, in Columbia City, uh, the median income here, it is $33,285, uh, which is actually up a little bit, but it's not rising nearly as fast as inflation. Uh, the household income, uh, the median household income is 64992 The median income for an individual is 33 So, yeah, so just think about it like that, that, uh, you know, uh, a person's individual income, they just, they, they just spent a lot of money dumping it on Jesus's feet. And Judas, uh, he's upset. And so uh, the word uh, can be oftentimes translated into indignant. And so one of the things that he says then is why wasn't this sold and given to the poor? Um, how, I, one of the things that I, th I think it, we really need to talk about, uh, especially with all the scandal going on right now in the world, in our communities, uh, on behalf of the church, on behalf of the culture, uh, a couple of things. Number one, you can't escape sinful people. Uh, there's always going to be sinful people. We are all, uh, you know, the Bible says in Romans 3.23, for all of sin and fall short of the glory of God. Uh, we would hope that through sanctification, those who have been born again uh, would, would sin less, that they would learn to live righteously, and that they would fall under conviction and actually do it. Uh, but I think that there are some things that, that need to be taken into consideration. Um, is that number one, uh, Judas here is is a normal person who Jesus has given an opportunity uh, to lead in a, such a way that that he's not deserving of. Um, Jesus, there's he's not caught off guard that Judas is stealing money, uh, but yet Jesus still put him in charge of the money bags. Um, we we see later, uh, especially in the accounts of Luke, right? That we we talked about this in Luke about how Jesus, even when Judas is betraying him, still calls him friend. Jesus knows this stuff. He's not caught off guard. 
he knows he's stealing money. Um, and Jesus comes to Mary's defense and says, leave her alone. She has kept it for my burial. He, he knows what's going on. Um, he also, for whatever reason, uh, he knows that Judas will be dealt with as well. Uh, and so something that I, I think uh, we all need is a, a good reminder that we're all capable of sin and that we all need to be in a constant state of repentance. Uh, Psalm 51.10 says this, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. And I think that this needs to be Judas's attitude here. This needs to be our attitude here. Uh, that we can maybe be more like Mary, uh, where we're, our, our desire is to prepare Jesus, uh, you know, or to give glory to Jesus. Jesus' burial is coming. Uh, she wants to, to see him glorified. Um, some of the, the texts, that the other ones like uh, Mark and John or uh, Mark and Matthew say that she uh, anointed his head. And they're talking about how uh, you know, that has to do with his, his kingliness. Uh, but we all need a, a clean heart. We all need a, a new or a right spirit within us. And when we don't live in repentance, we don't have one. And David's cry here, uh, Psalm 51, this, this was a response to his sin with Bathsheba, uh, in which he conceived a child and that child died in David's, uh, He's, his prayer is in all of this, in the midst of this, the, the, the sin, the affair that he has that leads to the conception of a child and the murder of her husband. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Uh, something that I think we all need to recognize that uh, Judas here clearly doesn't recognize is he has opportunity after opportunity after opportunity to believe in Jesus. Uh, and we see like just in, in yesterday and the day before his passage where uh, many Jews are starting to believe in Jesus. Sunday we talked a lot about how uh, what, what b belief in Jesus means and how um, yeah, Martha's response is, I believe you are the Messiah, the Son of God who comes into the world knowingly, when we say we believe in the Messiah, knowing that that represents our submission to the Messiah, uh, that our, our submission to Jesus. And so with that being said, Judas has had opportunity after opportunity to come clean, to repent, and he doesn't do it. Uh, and so with this being said, something that we all need to be reminded of uh, is that uh, first off, the Lord looks at the heart. Uh, that's how uh, John could know, uh, you know, that when he says this, he didn't say this because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief. Uh, John probably didn't interview Judas uh, in between the time that uh, he was at that dinner table and the time he died. Um, probably he, the, the Holy Spirit showed that to him and, and we know that God always knows the intentions of the heart. Jeremiah seventeen ten says, I search the heart and test the mind 
to give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his deeds. Uh, Judas is going to get the fruit of his deeds. The Lord searches the heart and tests the mind. We, we've talked about this in the past, but it's, it's really, really important that uh, we all recognize that God's going to search our heart. He's going to search our mind. And sometimes this is what happens. Um, today, I, I got some some pretty hard news um, that involves uh, a pastor that I know and uh, a friend of mine. And so with this being said, I know the way that, you know, even with like Hillsong, uh, all this, this the stuff that just goes on in the church, um, it's always easy for us who are onlookers, who are not a part of it, to sit and to think we would do something differently or to think that somehow um, we're above that or beyond that. And I just want to, I want to recognize that we all need to, to, to allow our heart and our mind to be searched and that God would have the opportunity that we would have the humility to receive what he's going to say. Like, Jesse, um, you, you aren't always polite. And I can receive that and repent from that. Uh, and that I can change my deeds so that when I receive the fruit, it will actually be good fruit. You know, Proverbs 21, 2 says, Every man is right in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the heart. Uh, and we see here that this is exactly what's going on. That, that Judas is uh, some of the, the, I think the term is a nihilistic altruist. Uh, with, according to the dictionary, I don't actually know this. Uh, altruism is the belief or practice of selfless concern for the well-being of others, but a nihilistic person is somebody who's super selfish. And so this is somebody who is really, they're looking out for others, but they're really just looking out for themselves. And we need to make sure uh, as people in ministry, as Christians, that we are uh, genuinely looking out for others with no strings attached, that our hearts are clean, that our hearts are pure, uh, and that we know the Lord's going to weigh it, uh, and that our, our our ways are not just right in our eyes, but are also right in God's eyes. Uh, Psalm forty four twenty one said, Would not God discover this? For he knows the secrets of the heart. Uh, Judas, do you not know that God, Jesus, he knows you're stealing? Don't think you're going to get away with this. Um, in the same way, we can say, you know, he knows the, the heart of Mary. Uh, she saved it for my burial. Uh, Matthew fifteen nineteen says, For out of the heart comes evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false witness, and slander. Uh, theft. Jesus names theft in Matthew fifteen nineteen, which is exactly what Judas is dealing with. Out of his heart is coming his theft. Uh, I think we can all close with this particular thought, and this is Psalm 19.4. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Uh, Lord, let, let, let the words of our mouth, the meditations of our heart, be acceptable in your sight. Uh, 
And Lord, let, let the, the contents of our heart change the contents of our actions so that it can also be acceptable in your sight. Lord, help us to be acceptable in your sight. Forgive us for the times that, that we've committed all the, the sins that were lift, listed in Matthew 15. Lord, the, the evil thoughts, the murder, the adultery, the sexual immorality, the theft, the false witness, and the slander. Lord, we, we ask that you would forgive us. Jesus, we, we pray that uh, we would allow vengeance to be yours, that we wouldn't seek it on our own. Uh, Lord, help us not to be silent when injustice is taking place. Father, we, we submit all these things to you. And Lord, we thank you for the forgiveness. Lord, we thank you that you cleanse our hearts in Jesus' name, that your blood washes us and makes us whole and makes us righteous. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Well, thank you so much for joining us for today's section, John chapter 12, 1 through 19. Hopefully you enjoyed today's section. If not, uh, just watch tomorrow's. I'm sure it'll get better. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. Uh, please go ahead and take the time to subscribe to the channel. Click the little bell and you'll be notified whenever one of our new amazing videos comes out to blow your mind right away in the morning. Uh, also, if you can, uh, if you would like to, we are a, um, we're a, a, a donation supported ministry. And so if you're interested in partnering with us and helping us to continue these videos, to continue the ministry we are doing through Redeeming Life Fellowship, please take the time to consider making a donation uh, through the link that is in the description below. Thank you so much for joining us. Peace out, Girl Scout. <laughs>